Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
Praise Jesus. This is another broadcast of Prayer International. My name is Patrick Sanders. I'll be your host. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. The gathering is unto you, Father God, as we gather around your word. So we gather to pray to you, Father God, to believe that what you said is true, Lord God. We pray for that silence of your spirit, that peace to come upon our lives, Lord God, that we'd have that peace, that rest, that blessing that you have for us in Christ. Lord Jesus, you said these things I've spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. And the world will have trouble, but in you there will be a peace greater than that trouble. And so, Father, we give you the praise, we give you the thanks that you're a refuge and ever-present help in time of need. And we run into the rest, we run into the fortress of who we are in Christ, Lord God. For you have planned a new thing for us, O God. All things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. And we praise you for it, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I just pray that your spirit would touch every person and that you would grant them hope, grant them increase, uh, grant them the multiplication of your presence, Father. For you said peace and grace be unto you, and peace and grace is to be multiplied unto us, Father. That is your desire. We praise you, Father, in Jesus' name. Well, I'm going to read a scripture from Isaiah 43. It says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God's commanding us that uh, to switch our mind, that he's given us the authority to begin to think a new thing and not to dwell upon the old. Uh, when we're dwelling upon the former things, the things of old, we're outside of uh, what God do- desires for us. He desires us to put the old things behind us, to forget what lies behind and to press forward to the high mark of Christ. The former things uh, try to distract us. There is a distraction, and uh, the enemy sows those distractions against us. It said, Hark and behold, a sower went out to sow. And there is three portions of land, and upon one the birds came and took away the seed, and the other ones, the it was so shallow that when the sun came out, it had no roots, and so it, it uh, withered away. And then there was another one that uh, there were so many thorns surrounding it that it got uh, quenched, it got uh, crowded out and choked out. And then only one out of the four soils actually began to produce the Word of God. And that's the war that we have against us is that it's a war of distractions it's a war of trying to, to choke out the Word of God, but God wants us to, to grow His Word, to feed His Word in our lives. It says in uh, Hebrews chapter 12, looking into Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, looking away from all that would distract us. And so God gives you permission to look away from your problems. He gives you permission to look away from all that would distract you because it's our human nature to want to uh, dwell on uh, 
misgivings that we have towards people, uh, to dwell on problems that we have, to think about things of unforgiveness, think about things uh, people have done to hurt us or that we've done to hurt them and to look down upon ourselves and to think upon ourselves in a, a state of condemnation. But it says here in Isaiah 43, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. See, your past is in the past, and God commands us to turn from the past and to turn and look at who he is and what he's doing in our life right now in the present. He commands us to look to the future, forgetting those things that lie behind. For he says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? It says, Now faith is. And by faith we have access into his grace. Now faith is. So if faith is now, then right now, we've got access into this grace, this new thing that he's wanting us to behold. Behold, I will do a new thing, it says in Isaiah 43. And no eye has seen nor ear heard the things that he has for those who love him. God, in the midst of your old, in the midst of that thing that is beating you down, breaking you down, distracting you, taking you away from God's word, choking the word out of your life. In the midst of that, God has a new thing. And so he's commanded us to forget about uh, our problems and the things that are eating away and tearing away at us. He commands us to set our mind upon who he is right now. He commands us to set our hearts upon the new thing. For he says, now it shall spring forth. And uh, it says in Second Corinthians chapter 6 that uh, we would um, not receive the grace of God in vain. That today is the day of salvation. Now, today, right now, is the day of salvation. And so, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we give you the thanks, we give you the praise that right now is the time of salvation, that, Father, we don't have to wait for you to do something. That, Father, you've already done a new thing before the old thing got a hold of our hearts and minds and began to eat eat and tear away at us, Father. That you said for the upright there rises light in the darkness. Father, you said that though I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Father, when we dwell in darkness, you're going to light it up. You said that the Lord is our candle, that the Lord will enkindle our darkness. And Jesus, you said, whoever follows you will not walk in darkness, but you you will have the light of life. Uh, Jesus, you are salvation, and salvation is right now. Today is the day of salvation. So, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just forget the old thing. And we don't remember those former things, and we don't consider the things of old, but we behold the new thing. And, uh, Lord, we thank you that even you will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So, Father, we praise you for that right now in Jesus' mighty name. 
See, when you're in the midst of the wilderness, when you're in the midst of the desert, that's when God says that he's got a way. And it says in Psalm 106 that the children of Israel came to the Red Sea and they freaked out because they had Pharaoh's army behind them and the Red Sea before them and they get said, great, now what? Have you come to a place, do you come to a place ever so often that you, you throw up your hands and you say, now what? What do I do now? And uh, in that very moment, in that very place in the Red Sea, God had prepared a way. He had made a way in the wilderness. He had already conceived of a plan to get them through the Red Sea onto the other side and to close up the Red Sea upon Pharaoh and all of his, his chariots. And he, as he was then, so he is now. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And he does not change, and he's no respecter of persons. And what he did for Israel way back then, thousands of years ago, you can believe that right now he's got a way for you where there seems to be no way. Wherever you're throwing up your hands and saying, now what? What now? God has already gone before you to make a way in your wilderness, in rivers, in your desert. So I just encourage you that whenever you think you're in the worst place, God is already there and gone before you into that place that you think is the worst. God has already planned his best. And so, Father, we thank you, we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus that you're a good God and that you've got greater things for us, Father, than what we think you have, that uh, you are doing a new thing. And, Father, we just repent of the old thing, Father, having our hearts clogged, our minds clogged, being torn at by the old things, Father. And we just decree that you've got a, a new thing. And you said to behold the new thing. And so, Father, we turn our eyes, the eyes of our heart and our mind, away from people, places, and things that bother us. And, Father, we just turn our hearts to your new thing, that you are here, Father, to do a new work. And, Lord God, we just give you the thanks and give you the praise, Father, as we worship you. Let's go into another time of worship, and then we'll come back for prayer and more word here on Prayer International Radio.
and we're back from the break as we go into prayer. Father, we just breathe you in, Lord God. We desire that our spirits, Lord God, would connect with you because, Father, we were created for fellowship with you. We were created to know you. We are created to be one with you, Lord God. And so, Father, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Spirit and the grace of the Holy Scriptures that you've given us, Father, that you've given us a means and a way that we might breathe you in, that we might receive you into our lives, Father, on a daily basis. And we give you the praise, Father, that you're doing a new thing and that the old thing is passed away as we learn to worship you, as we learn to take you in as our breath, as we learn to make you our very life, Father God, that our life is hid with Christ in God. And Jesus, you came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. So, Father, we thank you for this abundant life. And we know that through abundant life, is life lived in your presence. So, Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Continuing on now with some more scriptures as we learn to put off the old thing and take upon ourselves. Christ, as we learn to take upon ourselves the new thing, it says, Awake, awake. Put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. Put on the whole armor of God. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things of the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. The thief comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy, but I am come that they might have life that they might have it more abundantly. See, God commands us to set our affection upon things above and not upon things of the earth. And when the weeds begin to rise up, they begin to choke out that word. They begin to choke us out from breathing in God as our life and our spirit. And so God says not to go down that road, not to allow your heart and your mind to be choked up with the cares and the problems and the worries of this life, but rather he says set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For you are risen with Christ. Seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. It says that we're to awake, awake, and to put on our strength. O Zion, put on your beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. It says in Isaiah 51:11, Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return, and come with singing unto Zion. Every, uh, an everlasting joy shall be upon their head. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. See, God speaks to the sorrow. He speaks to the mourning in our lives, our lives and he, he's commanding it to flee away. He says that all things passed away, and behold, all things have become new. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. And so God's wanting us to awake and to put on the strength of uh, his salvation, put upon ourselves that beautiful garment, and uh, to put on the whole armor of God, where to arise and where to seek those things which are above, and to set our affection upon those things, because 
we as human beings have the ability to focus on things. And it says, uh, looking into the author of finish of our faith, looking away from all that would distract us. So we've got to to discipline ourselves to look away, to look away from the disappointments and the problems that we have with other people and just in daily life and to set our affection upon the things that are above and not on the things of the earth. Because you are dead and your life is hid with God, it says. Your life is hidden. So you may think that you've been beat up and that uh, you could come to a point in your life where you feel downtrodden, but I'm here to tell you that God's got a new life for you, that he's got uh, a new man. So it's put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. See, uh, the old man is dead, and your life is now hid with Christ and God. If you, if your heart has been worn out and beat up, if you feel that there's things in your life that have been tearing away at you and choking, choking you, choking the life of God out of you, God says that your life is hidden with Christ. That is, it is preserved. You may feel beat up, but God says not to worry because you've got your life still hidden with Christ and God and that he can give you a new heart. He can give you a new mind and you can think upon the new things of God and not dwell upon and set your affection upon the things of the earth and uh, to be distracted and torn up by those things. So if our heart can do us, yet God is greater than our heart. And that's a comforting thought. It's comforting to know that if my heart gets clogged up like a pipe, God's got his liquid drain He's got his spirit. He's got his gospel that he can pour into those clogs in my heart and my mind, those things I get stuck on when I set my affection upon the things of this earth and get torn down by them, that God can pour into me his spirit even uh, everlasting joy shall be upon their head. They shall obtain gladness and joy. And sorrow and mourning shall flee away. Amen? God can cause those things to flee away. And so let's go to prayer. Father, we just thank you in the mighty name of Jesus as we go back into a time of worship, Lord, as we learn to set our affection upon you, as we learn to practice gathering together and... Uh, to gather in your word, that some of those we set our affection upon you, that sorrow and mourning can flee away, that you can pour upon us everlasting joy upon our head, and that gladness, Father, that we can come and return and be the redeemed of the Lord, that any amount of time during the day or to, during the week, that we can, whenever we set our affection upon you and think upon your words of grace, that we can come into that redemption again and again, that again and again we can leave the old thing and come into the new thing and rejoice in you, Father. So, Father, we just praise you and we put on your strength. We awake and we put on those beautiful garments of Zion, even clothing ourselves with your spirit, Father. And uh, we give you the praise today, Father, that you're doing a new thing and that the old thing, Father, is passing far away. And we just give you the praise and the thanks, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus.
Amen. There is a river